Hello, this is Marlene Börsch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for September 12, 2022. More detail on the wheat markets can be found in the written report on the Sask Wheat website. First today, some overall comments on the USDA WASDE report just this morning. Overall, the USDA added some excitement to the markets by lowering soybean production more than expected 250.5 bushel per acre down from last month's 51.9 bushel. The USDA also lowered corn yield to 172.5 bushel and reduced harvest acreage by a million tons. Regarding wheat, US ending stocks were left unchanged from the previous month, but the 22-23 global wheat outlook increased supplies, consumptions, exports and ending stocks this month. Supplies were increased by 3.6 million tons as production increases for Russia and the Ukraine more than offset a decline in beginning stocks. Production in Russia was increased by 3 million tons to 91 million on harvest results for winter wheat to date as published by the Russian Ministry of Agriculture. The Ukrainian production forecast was increased by 1 million tons to 20.5 million as the harvest is nearly complete. The USDA reports are viewed as bullish for corn and soybeans, while the wheat complex is neutral to bearish. Regarding futures, wheat futures were all up last week. CBOT soft red winter futures were up 60 cents to close at 8.53 per bushel. Kansas City hardwood winter futures were up 58 cents from the previous week at 9.29 per bushel. And Minneapolis hardwood spring futures were up 37 cents to close at 9.09 per bushel. Following today's WASDE report, wheat futures are currently down by 1 to 9 cents per bushel. Regarding cash markets last week, there were no important tenders of note and there was no U.S. export sales report last week. Korea did buy 65,000 tons of Australian wheat for Dees Jam at 352 U.S. per ton and 55,000 of Jan Feb wheat at 349.30. A general comment on the demand side. Larger supplies in today's reports boost global consumption by 2.4 million tons to 791 million tons. This is almost entirely an, on increased feed and residual use. Food, seed and industrial use remain nearly unchanged. To continue, here are some of last week's major news by wheat origin, starting with Canada. SaskEd reported last Thursday that 40% of spring wheat was harvested and they assessed an average yield of 43 bushel per acre. This would actually be lower than the five-year average, excluding the 21 yields of 47.5 bushel per acre for Saskatchewan. Spring wheat harvest in Alberta was 40% done. Alberta Ag assessed average yields at 52.8 bushel per acre which is also below the five-year Alberta average. In Manitoba, spring wheat was 31% harvested with average yields reported at 60 to 70 bushel per acre against the 59.2 bushel average. 
movement of wheat for week five was quite good with a very big 800,000 tons being taken into primary elevators and 248,000 loaded out for export. We note that there are 324,000 tons of wheat sitting in eastern ports waiting for loading, plus another 180,000 at the west coast. Regarding Durham, SaskAg reports that 70% of Sask Durham was harvested and assessed an average yield of 30 bushel per acre. This would be significantly lower than the five-year average of 40 bushel per acre, excluding the 21 uh, results. Alberta Durham is 73% done and in the bins, but Alberta Act did not give a yield assessment for Durham. Grain company purchases of Durham picked up in week five. 116,000 tons were taken into primary elevators, but only 11,000 were loaded for export. There are another 165,000 tons sitting in eastern export terminals waiting for loading, plus 78,000 at the, at the west coast. Bids for Durham have increased over the past week with up to 1175 the bushel bid for deferred positions like March 23, as poorer yield assessments trickle in. We would not be selling additional volumes right now until we know more about final yields. United States. The USDA report reported that 71% of spring wheat, including Durham, was harvested through September 4th in the United States. The same report showed winter wheat plantings at 3%, which is even with a five-year average. Hardware spring FOB P&W prices were down last week by 570 per ton in US dollars, while FOB Gulf hardware winter values were actually up by $21 per ton. In Australia, La Nina is keeping Eastern Australia wet, and this is raising expectations of a very good crop, but with only mid to low protein levels. In Argentina, the frosts over the past two weeks have caused some damage to the 22-23 wheat crop, and Bash cut its wheat planting forecast from an initial 6.6 .6 million hectare to 6.1 million hectare. However, Bosch left crop ratings unchanged so far at 17% good to excellent, which compares to 47% last year. India. Some analysts expect that India's decision to curb rice exports to lift world prices of rice and trigger a rally will also trigger a rally in rival wheat and corn markets because of deepening concerns over food inflation. In the EU, FOB prices closed down only marginally by 70 to 80 cents per ton from the previous week. Black Sea. The US wheat futures reversed direction last Friday based on questions if the Ukraine grain corridor will prevail against Putin's latest comments. Of course, there's no way of knowing whether the corridor will extend beyond the first 120 days as planned, but the remarks by both Vladimir Putin and Sergei Lavrov certainly increased the risks of it closing. Another large private estimate put the Russian crop at close to 100 million tons. 
While many broadly agree with the numbers, the big question remains is how much Russia will be able to physically move into the world market. And for now, this could still end up being well below the USDA's 42 million ton estimate. To summarize what we consider the most significant events during the past week. Well, SASGAG reported 40% of Saskatchewan spring wheat harvested at 43 bushel per acre. Saskatchewan Durham um, is 70% harvested and had a yield assessment of only 30 bushel per acre. This would be well below the five-year average for Saskatchewan. In Argentina, according to Bosch, the frosts over the past two weeks have caused some damage to the 22-23 crop. The flooding in Pakistan has not been a feature so far in the news wires on agriculture markets, but we tend to think that it could have a potentially significant effect on import demand going forward. Stay tuned on that topic. Another large private estimate put the Russian crop at close to 100 million tons. However, we think the big remaining question is how much Russia will physically be able to move into the world markets. And for now, this could still be well below the USDA's 42 million ton estimate. There are questions if the Ukraine grain corridor will prevail against Putin's latest comments. Today's USDA was the numbers pertaining to the wheat complex were neutral to somewhat bearish to the market sentiment. So regarding the outlook for wheat, dryness in the US and Argentina, potential problems with the Black Sea export corridor and likely reduced fertilizer use will give support to the market in the long term. At the same time, world macro and economic problems have resulted in questions about the depth of demand, although we also caution of, a possible, of possible major needs in Pakistan and or India this season due to ongoing weather events. If you have already some sales on the books and have cash flow for this fall, you would not sell more at this time during harvest pressure. This is Marlene Borch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete report online at saskweed.ca. Have a great week.